Are you a writer or coach? Do you dream of building a successful online business? Are you tired of hearing the gurus tell you that you need a big launch or a complicated funnel software? Whether you're struggling with self-doubt, imposter syndrome, or just feeling overwhelmed by too many choices, I can help. Hi, I'm Jonathan Milligan, author of Your Message Matters, and I recently put together a free on-demand video training called How to Build an Online Business as a Writer or Coach the Low-Tech Way. Inside, you'll discover the low-tech system that 30 x my online business. Just go to freetrainingvideo.net to get started. Again, that's freetrainingvideo.net. Welcome to the Blogging Your Passion podcast. Here are your hosts, Jonathan Milligan and Bob Lodick. Blogging consistently takes hard work. Have you figured that out yet? Well, in this episode, I'm going to be talking about how to create and successfully manage an editorial calendar. But first, this podcast is brought to you by the brand new Teach Your Passion course. It's a step-by-step online video course that teaches you my six-step blueprint on how to create an online course. To learn more, go to bloggingyourpassion.com forward slash teach. So today's going to be a real treat. I interview one of the founders of CoSchedule. Now, I've been using CoSchedule for a few months and absolutely love it. I use it every single day to help manage my editorial calendar, my social media messages, my personal assistant, my virtual assistant. Uh, We're able to share comments and tasks using this awesome integrated editorial calendar that goes with WordPress. So in this interview, I'm going to go into more details about it, but you can find a link in the show notes to go check out a free trial, no credit card required to sign up, and give it a try and see if you'll love it just like I do. So like I said, it's my honor to have Garrett Moon with us today. He is the founder of Today Made, and his team over there is doing some amazing things. They are creating tools that bloggers, content marketers, uh, even businesses with blogs, so many of us desperately need. But he's a founder, he's a designer, and he's very knowledgeable about content marketing, editorial calendars, social media marketing. I mean, I took away several tips in this interview. So without further ado, let's jump in to the interview. So, hey, Garrett, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks, Jonathan. Appreciate, uh, appreciate you having me on. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a fun topic and conversation because, you know, we have a lot of bloggers. They're getting their blogs off the ground. They um, Sometimes they're struggling between their day job and this side passion they have for getting their, their blog going. And they're trying to find time to write or trying to manage an editorial calendar or social media. I mean, there's just so much yeah. to, to do. And so I thought we'd have a, just a great, fun conversation today. And maybe you can provide some tips today. So my first question is, you know, blogging consistently is hard work. What do you think are some of the biggest challenges bloggers or even content marketers uh, face? 
Yeah, I mean, this is a a huge uh, a huge question because it, I mean, it really comes down to two two big things: time and ideas. I think you know we've um, you know worked with lots of clients trying to get them you know going with a content plan uh, or blogging plan within their organization or maybe just themselves as an individual, and those are always the two variables that we're that we're always working with and trying to optimize the most: time and ideas. Um, and I think you know. What am I going to write about is a big question that new bloggers have, and I think even even if you've been at the game for a while, I think there's always times you know where you kind of like even almost feel like you hit a slump or something where ideas just don't come as naturally as they used to, and time is always that thing that we're going to be fighting. You know, we're always battling the time the time to get the post done, to get the number of posts done per week that we have set in our goals. And um, you know, I think just trying to optimize on those two those two factors is is the big deal. I think sometimes we get very distracted by um, you know some of the other things out there uh, in in the world of blogging. I mean, you know, there's endless articles that you can be reading about SEO optimization, post optimization, and all of those types of things. Um, but at the end of the day, it's about time and ideas. So it's you know really about becoming intentional about. Um, you know what you're going to be writing about, and uh, you know figuring that out ahead of time, so that when you get to writing the post, uh, you're going to be ready to go. You know what you're going to write, and you're not going to be you know kind of just staring at that uh, blank text area for a while, you know, losing precious time. Yeah, exactly, and, and that's what I often tell people um, that I work with, and some of the ones that are, are trying to to learn how to blog consistently. And one of two things happens: either they they try to wait for inspiration. Mm-hmm. which inspiration is a funny thing. It hardly ever comes. To me, it often comes after I get started. <laughs> yep. And and the other thing that they, they really struggle with is they finally get time to write, like you said, and they sit down and they don't know where to start. You know, where where's my ideas? So do you have any tips for bloggers um, on how to come up with or capture ideas or how to come up with ideas for blog posts? Yeah, I think it's an interesting point you make. You know, just thinking about um, about that. You know, they're waiting for the inspiration to come, or they just say, "Okay, I'm," or, you know, or they have the other side of the equation where they have they set the time. I have two hours. I'm going to write this post, but I don't have the idea, so they're just kind of like mm. digging for it at the wrong time. And it's interesting because it's sort of, I think. A, a misunderstanding of creativity. I think we, a lot of times we think of this creativity, this magical thing that just kind of hits us as we're walking down the street. And I think, you know, blogging is a creative process and creativity is an intentional process. Um, so, you know, it's, you have to be very intentional about how you go about creating your ideas. We always um, suggest that, you know, new bloggers and even old bloggers do uh, headline storms. Uh, we call them just a brainstorm based on blog headlines, and um, you know we like to even take it right to that headline, uh, you know, phase right away because it helps them start thinking through the headline, which is such an important piece of the post. And I think it kind of starts to fill in some of the gaps. I mean, it's very broad to say, okay, I'm going to write a blog post. You know, we, we blog all the social media and stuff in the Coast Schedule blog. I'm going to blog about Facebook pages. That's my topic. That's you know, there's a lot of directions, a lot of distance that goes in there. So just like a general idea like that really isn't enough to inspire you to write, you know, a thousand words. But you know, writing a headline, how to make your post look great on Facebook pages, you know, that's a very specific idea and might be easier for you to roll with. So I always say start with twenty five headlines, take it to fifty, take it to seventy five, and and have a word doc with a hundred headlines in it so that when it's time to write, you pull up that doc, 
what feels good today? What could I what could I spit out pretty easily today, or what what inspires me today? You grab one, you cross it off, and and you move on. Um, and I think then continually re- replenishing that um, at all times, because at the end of the day, fifty of those of those topics you may never write. You may just kind of get bored with them, or you may never just feel like uh, they were really something that you cared about too much. Um, so you need to continually brainstorm and add ideas. Um, you know, I think tools on that is just like anything available and I use Evernote a lot where I'll just you know I'll take a clip from a website and I'll just throw it into a blogging ideas folder or I'll um, you know take a screenshot as I'm reading the Kindle book and I'll upload it into my blog ideas folder and then when it's time to come to a post I just kind of dig through there and, and find something and I think things like that you know reading a lot, reading other blogs, um, reading things even outside of your particular niche or your particular topic, and reading a lot of books are all really good ways just to keep yourself you know, finding uh, new ideas. There's going to be like that one pull quote from an article or something that, um, should, you know, that might catch your attention. Get into the habit of, of clipping that out and putting it somewhere so that you can uh, remember to write about it later. Yeah, and you know, you were, you're talking about Evernote. That's I do something similar. I've got a blog ideas folder. Um, but what I really like to use, and we'll, we'll talk about this in a little bit, is uh, CoSchedule has a neat way on their editorial calendar. They have the drafts area yep. toward the right side. And so oftentimes what I'll do, especially if I'm at my computer, is I'll jot that quick idea down as a title uh, on my editorial calendar on CoSchedule, and then I'll drag it over into drafts um, yeah. for, for me to figure out where to fit it in later. So I think for me, that's been helpful. So when I have time to, you know, usually on on the weekends or sometime when I get some downtime and I want to look at my editorial calendar, I can easily go over to that drafts area and begin kind of planning and plotting those on the calendar. Yep, absolutely. And I think, and that's the next step, um, you know, as, as far as capturing ideas is to put them into action. And, you know, again, you know, creativity, it's intentional process. Um, you know, the way we do it, we have a couple of writers for our blog. So, you know, we each kind of have our own ways to capture those initial thoughts. You know, we just have these ways to just to kind of throw, you know, sometimes I throw an Evernote. We have a Google Doc. Sometimes they go in there. Sometimes I'll put them right on the calendar and co-schedule or put them in the drafts bin. And, um, you know, then a couple, every couple of weeks we come together and say, okay, what, what articles are we going to write? And we'll plan out at least two weeks worth of content um, and kind of consolidate those ideas and Anything that's in Evernote, we kind of get it transferred into our calendar and talk it through and um, add some notes along the way. It's always really helpful if you even have, end up having a post where um, you have a headline and that's you know pretty well done, but then you also have some bullet points to start with. Like here's kind of my rough outline for this post. I mean, doing those little things while the ideas are fresh on your mind would become very very helpful once you actually sit down to write the post and a really smart piece of the editorial process. Yeah, and you bring up a good point because I've had that happen to me so many times that I had to change my habit. And that is I write down and jot an idea for a post and then later look at it and I have no idea what I was even right, going exactly. with Right, exactly. Yeah. And that's why it's so important to just get it out of your head, even if it's just a, a sentence or two or just saying, hey, when I was walking the dog, I was thinking about this and then I wrote this. And it doesn't have to be published type content, but it's notes for yourself to remember what your idea was in the first place. Yeah, you know, and I think just kind of 
kind of working on your idea for you know more than just like the two hours you have allotted for writing that post or I mean you know however however you do it. But for example, I, I write in the morning usually. It's usually the first thing I do when I come to work. I usually get into the office before anybody else, so it's nice and quiet. I put the headphones on and I just kind of crank out the post, and it's usually about ninety percent there by the time everybody else walks in the door. And you know, my process there is that if I don't have an outline, um, you know, I get up. In the morning, uh, usually pretty early, so I'll have some time to kind of review, okay, what's, what's the topic I'm writing about today? I already know the topic. It's just about executing the post. But if I don't have an outline already um, you know, in my, in my post, I'll write one before I even come to work. And I have about a 15, 20-minute drive to work. And just that, that time, just kind of thinking about it as you go along or reading it before you jump into the shower or something like that just kind of starts bubbling other ideas to the top. It really helps mm. the speed of writing a post if you're thinking about it for a little bit more than just the, the minute you sit in front of the keyboard. Mm. You know, kind of that, just letting that kind of creative, you know, serendipity um, type of process happen. Yeah, great point. Well, let me ask you this. Most bloggers that I talk to, they, they get really defeated when it comes to social media. They There's just so much to to managing it and staying up with it and jumping into this you know browser and then over to this one and all the different tools that are out there um i know you guys make it a lot easier in the co-schedule uh to do that but i guess my question kind of for you is you know do you have any best practices or pointers things that you can provide that might be helpful for someone that's listening yeah, I mean it's this is a huge problem. I mean there's I mean I think nine major social networks out there and for a content creator uh it I mean it really makes sense to kind of you send your content to all those all those directions. Um and that's a lot to manage. And you know we, we you know we went over this problem with ourselves, you know we wanted to do a very good job promoting our content. We had um some ideas on how we wanted to do that and the tools slowed us down. They weren't there. They were frustrating. Um, and more importantly, we had clients and customers that were blogging and, you know, they're, they're kind of, they, what ended up happening is they'd write this great content and then they would just kind of barely promote it. You know, they pop it on Facebook once and that's it. Um, you know, they didn't want to bother with Twitter. They didn't want to bother with Google plus, even though those are rich communities that have a lot to offer. You know, Google plus has a great SEO benefit that they're just mm-hmm. losing because they're not, because it's too much hassle to handle all that social media promotion. So I actually think you know social promotion is one of the the number one ways that most bloggers can improve their traffic. I mean, instantly improve their improve their traffic. And uh, we we um, promote a strategy of basically reposting content. And it's a very simple idea: is that if you send one tweet, you're going to get I don't know five clicks. If you send two tweets, you know maybe one the next day or or three hours later or a week from now. You know, particularly if it's an evergreen type of content, um, you just turn that five clicks into 10 clicks, into 15 clicks, you know. And it's a very simple way to build your content, but to do it well, you have to be careful about it. You know, we all know, of a, we can all think of at least one Twitter account in the back of our mind that uses something like, you know, a tweet old post plugin where they're just like hammering out tweets every hour on the hour, you know, randomly, you know, and they're just like repeating them over and over. And you, and you don't want to become that type of guy. Um, but creating a sharing schedule where you kind of think about your audience um, and you think about how can I reshare my content in a strategic way that's not just beneficial to me because it'll give me more clicks, but actually useful to my audience. Um, it's 
Twitter, people don't read every tweet, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, actually tweeting and sharing your content more than once is a good service to your audience. So, mm-hmm. but you, you got to be smart about it. Um, so we have, uh, we have a couple posts in our blog that talk about this and are kind of these guides to promoting your content on social media. And we, we discuss this idea of a, a sharing schedule. So it looks usually something like on Twitter, um, I'll post right away when the blog post goes live. I'll repeat that post three hours later. Um, if you want to catch another set of time zones, you might want to tweet it 24 hours later. So it's kind of catching in the middle, middle of the day on some other time zones. And you know you could repeat it again from there. Um, maybe the next day, maybe three days later, maybe next week, and then a lot of times we'll even repeat it one month down the road or two months down the road if it's a if it's a really an evergreen post, and um, keep that content going out there. And and one of the you know so we'll kind of come up with that plan. So that that's a very that's a very reasonable Twitter schedule that I just kind of outlined. Mm-hmm. Facebook might be a lot lighter. It might be you know post it the day of. And maybe you'll repeat it one week later, or maybe you'll repeat it a month later, and then that's it. Uh, Google Plus, you might do something similar. So you kind of have to figure out a schedule for each network um, that that works. And then you have to add some variety to your content. You can't. We got to get away from just headline link all the time. You know, headline link and maybe a hashtag or two. Uh, those things are fine and important. But you know, think about other ways that you can make your social media posts engaging. Asking a question is a simple one. Um, stating a citing a fact. You know, if you have you, you cite something in there about how how many users Facebook has, or you know, some sort of fact about the topic you're covering. You know, just do a little poll quote on that, make it into a tweet or or a post, and uh, send it out there. Um, another one, you know, simple tip is Google Plus is. It's a very rich environment for posting to social media. Um, you can include a, a, up to, up to 100,000 words in a post on Google. So mm-hmm. you know, pull a chunk of your content. You know, get, a, get a couple of paragraphs. You can use Markdown. You, know, you might have to research what it is, but you can use Markdown to add bullet points uh, to, your, um, to your, your content or bold or italics and internal links and all kinds of stuff that you can be doing to promote your social media um, if you – Look beyond just you know the the traditional headline hashtag and a, and a link. Yeah, and you just you made a great point. Something that that I've found that's worked for me is um, especially on Twitter is to go back and I also use the plugin you guys created along with uh, Click to Tweet. Mm-hmm. And what I'll do is go back in and buffer some of those quotes, yeah. those click-to-tweet quotes. And so, you know, especially on Twitter, people love quotes, and they'll reshare them. They um, will click over. If you have the obviously have a link in there for them to go check out the rest of the post, it's just a great way to kind of mix it up a little bit. And then the other thing I like with the integration with CoSchedule with social media and my VA really likes this, is being able to jump into a, a post, let's say an old post, and see when we shared it, um, if we've shared it, that sort of thing, because you can scroll mm-hmm. down on the actual post, and you've got a little bit of a history of what you've done with that particular post. Yep, yep. And those are and those click-to-tweet boxes are make great um, little elements to use. I kind of add those as I'm writing. And then when, once you come to scheduling your social media, those will make great little pull quotes you know, for you to pull out and actually use in that, you know, that exact sharing pattern that I was mentioning before. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, let's kind of talk a little bit about you know, the mission, the vision of CoSchedule, you know, what you guys are doing to help bloggers, content marketers, small businesses. 
um, there's probably people on here who have never heard of CoSchedule. Can you just give them a, an overview of what it is and what you guys are, are up to? Absolutely. So CoSchedule is a, we call it a social media editorial calendar for WordPress. And, you know, I kind of think of it as it's three things. You know, one, uh, we're an editorial calendar. Any blogger is going to be pretty familiar with that idea. It's a calendar that allows you to schedule your posts and your content, when it's going to go live, what, when you're going to be doing what. Um, it's a productivity tool as well. We have uh, you know, the ability to work with a team of writers or, or, or virtual assistants and you know you can assign tasks back and forth, you can comment on things um, and really have your full editorial process contained right there on the calendar. And then we're also a social media tool. So we allow you to take a blog post and actually schedule your social media uh, messages as you blog. So you're, if you're in WordPress, um, you're writing your post up at the top of the page, and then right below it is the co-schedule plugin. So you finish writing your post, you go down below, we automatically add the links, we automatically add bit.ly shortening, we automatically take care of Google Analytics tagging. All you have to do is type out the Twitter message, the Facebook message, Google message, etc., that you want to create and tell us when you want us to send them. Once you make that post live... Uh, we'll take care of the rest. We actually send all of those messages for you on time whenever you need to and um, make make life very, very easy. And it's fully drag and drop uh, style calendar. So another benefit is, um, you know, if you have a post with, I don't know, say 10 mess- social messages scheduled, those are all relatively scheduled um, in relation to when that post goes live. So if you decide to postpone a post a day or two and just drag and drop it on the calendar we automatically reschedule all that social media for you so it's a it's a it's a it's a great tool to do exactly the type of thing that we've been talking about and some of the things in this interview where you know allowing people to implement their social media and blogging strategy together in one tool yeah and a new feature you guys just kind of recently rolled out that i'm enjoying is is the live preview yeah and that I like because I, I can get a feel for how does this look? How is this going to look when it goes out on Twitter? And I don't yep. know. I just I really like that being able to see it. And it helps me tweak it, adjust it, you know, ask a better question, change it. Uh, I just really like that feature. Yeah, that's one we've been we've been having kind of had in the, our back pocket for quite a while, and um, you know, there's a lot of hesitation in launching something like that just because they're changing so quickly. Uh, just today, I was actually working on a new preview that will look more like the Facebook uh, newsfeed. You know, that looks a little bit different now than the time than the timelines actually do. So, and I'm sure Facebook's actually going to be going in 100 percent that direction anyway. But you know, it's it, it, it the idea is you know we don't want you to be able to just to cross to check off your list that yes I shared it on social media we want you to be able to do it really well because we really do believe that that promotion strategy will increase your traffic it will uh, grow your audience if you execute it right and most of the time we're not executing it correctly because of tools it really is I mean it feels like time a lot of times we blame I just don't have the time to do all that sharing but what it really means is I don't have a tool that makes it efficient enough for me to get it done yeah Awesome. Well, Garrett, I appreciate you just taking some time out to talk with our listeners, and um, I'm sure they were writing a lot of notes, and they've got a lot to think about. Um, how can our listeners connect with you better? Is there anywhere we can, they can connect with you, or what's the best way? 
Well, you can uh, visit coschedule.com and, and you can check out what we're doing there on our blog. We have a lot of, you know, we're writing three or four posts a week, um, different tips and stuff, talking about, you know, some of the things we've been talking about here. Um, have some good autoresponder courses that people might enjoy as well if they're, you know, really digging into blogging. Um, if they're using WordPress and blogging there, which, you know, that's pretty much, pretty much most of it, uh, they can certainly give CoSchedule a try as well. Uh, we, do, we do offer a free trial and a, have a good referral program as well. Um, if they want to ask me a question directly, I think the best way is um, probably on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Garrett, two R's, two T's, underscore Moon, and Garrett Moon on Twitter. So Great. Or, or at CoSchedule, I guess, as well. We, we watch them all. Okay, great. Well, guys, if you're listening um, right now, I'd encourage you to go check out CoSchedule. It's something I'm using on a regular basis. I use it for both my blogs been using it for a while now. I'm using the social media aspect of it, um, using it to keep myself on track for when I want to publish posts. It's it's just been a great tool for me personally, and I can't uh, I don't recommend things that I don't use. And this is one that I definitely recommend that you guys check out. And Garrett, once again, thanks for hanging out with us a little bit today. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It's 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 great. I, I like to see what you're doing. It's uh, we like the blogging your passion message because I think that's exactly what we're trying to do as, at CoSchedule as well. We just want to make it easier for people to to share what they have to say. We believe in in the power to publish. So keep it up the good work. Mm-hmm.